following program is intended for mature audiences. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Let's talk football. Let's talk football. One constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Been a lot of complaints already. Bad language, smoking grass. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. How was your Halloween? Good. Pretty, pretty nice down here all oh, by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Doorbell not ringing. Nope. Lights off, watching some football, just loving life. <laughs> Great. We didn't really even talk about that last uh, last. Oh, yeah, I think we did. We made mention of it. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to, wanted to touch on it. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a bah humbug on, yeah, that's on fine. Halloween. I don't have kids. Nope. I don't really have many in the neighborhood, so I just kind of chill out. And Jane and I are already doing our taxation on our kids' uh, candy whenever we you know just swing by the... The, the basket or the pillowcase, be like, oh, I'll just take this, and they just look at us like, hey, parent tax. Yeah, sorry, this absolutely. Is, this is what checking for needles. <laughs> they don't. They wouldn't even know what the hell that meant. Can you believe people do that shit? They no. put they put needles in candy and shit. Like, what? Why? When did this start? And how remember, did somebody get the I, well, idea? I remember when we were kids, there was like a little the urban legend style of that yes. stuff, like razor blades in your Reese's pieces. But it's like. Who does this? Did you ever get homemade can- homemade treats like wrapped up in like little plastic baggies? No, but there was a there was a there was a lady on my street that would like give us pennies. What? Yeah, I'm like are these money. Other- I can't eat these. <laughs> you didn't even care whether it's money. No. I just want to consume it yeah, and I, I can't. can't. Eat this. I didn't dress up as Joe Montana to get a goddamn fistful of pennies. Fuck. <laughs> that is so great. Oh my god, that's awesome! All right, we are uh, we're into November now. Man, NFL season. Are we at the halfway point? How many more weeks yeah, do man, we got? Ha- halfway. Think I think this is the official half week. Halfway week. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll run through all the NFL stuff. For the uh, what a week of the, shit. The Wisconsin media just exploded um, today with the whole Roger stuff. We'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about the Bears. As well, the trade deadline was uh, yesterday afternoon, I think, as we're recording this on Wednesday. And uh, we'll run through some of the standings because now we're starting to look at playoff implications, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, and then we'll go with uh, with the extra week of matchups. We'll talk uh, a little bit of the Badgers. That was a that was a fun game to watch. I thought it probably could have been way worse than it was. Um, first Badger game I actually attended in the stands in, shit, I don't even know how many years. Hmm. But it's all been press box, like yeah. like every other. So, um, Bucks are kind of struggling, but they're at five hundred right now. They play tomorrow night, mm-hmm. right or, or Friday? Friday night? Friday, Friday night. Yeah. That's right. So we'll do a little bit around the league, and now baseball is over with as well. So a lot to a uh, lot lot to get to on on this edition of the intentional foul before I uh, I head over to uh, Arizona. That would have been nice to go there just right after the Packers went down there and beat them. I think that would have been fun. Yeah, um, but that's going to be. Old, I mean, I, well, old, old, I don't old, old news by Arizona that, doesn't by have time. any fans, so I don't know who you would have been rubbing it in against. A lot of Packer, a <laughs> lot of Packer fans down in uh, Glendale, I guess Phoenix for a more accurate term. Um, I, I was gonna, I was gonna, and and this happens to me every time because this was last Thursday, so this is a world ago. I barely even remember the game. What I do remember in the Packers win is that there were very few shots downfield. It was a very conservative offensive approach, but it was just enough to get the job done. And that's all you want to do at the end of the day. You want to go down to Arizona, you want to win. That's what they did. 
I, I can't I can't even say that much more, honestly, about the game. Other than they were missing a, a lot of people and a lot of people got hurt and badly. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Do you do you remember anything about this? Yeah, I mean Kyler Murray was oh, awful. I was just okay. That's no, and I, and I I'm, addendum. He was he was awful and see now because I don't wanna, watch the Cardinals. Is that normal? No, that's no, not normal. No, no. Kyler he, Murray. He, he was really bad. And you know, if you want to credit Green Bay's defense, I have no problem with that. Uh, but he was bad. He was bad pretty much the whole game until that last drive, and yeah. then and then his last throw was uh, a terrible interception that you just you that just can't happen. I don't think that was his fault. I think that was AJ, like AJ Green's, Green's fault, fault. Yes. but uh, it goes on his line. But you know, I, we talked about it last week. This is why it's hard to trust teams like the Cardinals and the Bengals who go and lay an egg against the Jets this week. Yeah, um, it's just these these bad franchises that have this history of being bad. You know, they have a little success, and it's just hard to trust them. So at what point do you, I mean. When they're holding the trophy. That's when I trust them. That's right. I mean. Honestly. I mean, honestly. When do you make that? Yes. I remember this specifically with the 99 Rams. When we were kids, the Rams sucked. Terrible. Sucked. The whole decade of the 90s, they were shit. Then all of a sudden, now they're like the greatest offensive team ever. And and I remember remember that whole season going, ah. They're going to lose. They're going to get beat in the playoffs. They're going to play a Tampa who's got a loaded D. They're going to get shut down. But it was always because because of the Rams. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm looking at with some of these teams. I mean, I thought uh, that game was won Monday through Wednesday to me, not not Thursday night. They Arizona was completely outcoached by Green Bay. I thought Lafleur called probably the best game he's called in the three years he's been there. Um, they ran the ball down their throats. I think they had like 160-plus rushing yards between Dylan and Jones. Oh, they okay. used Jones out of the backfield like we talked about now as a receiver. Now I remember, but yet they got inside the five-yard line, and they passed yep. three times. They didn't give the ball to A.J. Dillon. Yeah, I don't get that. And, and so, I, yeah, I was really fired up about, yeah, inside the five-yard line and inside the red That's zone. That's just like a modern-day NFL thing, though, where these, these coaches – they try to get too cute. I was watching Monday Night Football, and the Chiefs were on, like, the four, and they ran a flea flicker. What? It was like, what in the hell is this? And is, then two, and they didn't get a touchdown, and then two plays later, Mahomes throws one off somebody's helmet and gets picked off in the end zone. And I'm like, that's why you don't screw around. Right. Yes. On these early downs, just run, run. it in the end zone. But, run, run twice, give it to your horse, and I'm not talking where before it was a John Kuhn fullback dive from Mike McCarthy that everybody knew was mm-hmm. coming. You drafted this guy. He's He had been killing them, right. A.J. Dillon. They no inclination of being able to stop them for a yard. And they, they didn't even put him on the field. Instead, yeah. they went five wides, four wides, or with Jones in the backfield and decided to throw. But other than that... I thought their Packer game plan was excellent. I thought it was excellent. And they played good enough. Um, They did everything they could to gag it away at the end. (laughs) Everything they possibly could. Of course. And Arizona turned back into the pumpkin that they are, and they screw up at the end and cost themselves a win. So I I stayed up for the entire game, and I'm glad I did. It was a good game. I didn't wake up the house, but... I had to ask myself, probably like with every other uh, person watching, when that happened, and then 
uh, Razul Doug, uh, fell out of bounds. I was like, did he catch that? Yeah, yeah. It was a great catch. It was a great interception. Tippy toe, and he falls out of bounds, and it was uh, – that's – I mean, and, and the storyline for a lot of – you know, there are some media members that write for the Packers that really like story. So the fact that he was on the Cardinals practice squad – 22 days beforehand and then made the Packers are his fourth team this year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'd be, he bounced around early in the season. I think it's, I think there is sixth team overall fifth wow. or sixth. Um, and the fact that he was pressed into service because everybody's been getting hurt on green Bay and was the Cardinals were his last team. I mean, that's, that's a cool story and everything, but I mean, it, I have, because we don't live in the Phoenix area and I don't really pay attention to a lot of the people who cover the Cardinals. Has there ever been, a reason why, A, uh, Murray threw that ball, and B, Green didn't turn his head around to look where it was? Nothing that I've heard. I mean, I just think it was a miscommunication. I just think Green thought it was, for some reason, going thought it was going to be a run. Somebody else or going to the other side well, of the field? He, he was blocking, so but, he thought it was going to be a run. They, they, what, And the thing about it was, like, you got to – that's where, as a player, you got to kind of pay attention to what's going on in the game. Two plays earlier, you tried to run with Kyler Murray, and he was he was limping around in the huddle. Like you're not running to play with him to run again. No, and your running game isn't great. I mean, you got Connor and and I think Edwards back there, just guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just a colossal screw up by by them at the end of the game. But you know, and I had been hesitant to really say the Packers are one of the best teams in football. You know they're seven and one. They went on the road and they beat an undefeated team. I think they're in the conversation in the NFC now. There's, I think there's five good teams in the NFC, and the rest of the conference is trash. Um, they're one of the five teams. So wherever you want to put them, if you want to put them at the top, if you if you think they're better than the Cowboys or the Rams, you know whatever. But they're in the they're in the mix. I didn't exactly see how Tunyon blew out his ACL. I didn't either. I missed that. Because he ran the route, and then I think halfway through, like out of his break, he kind of he kind of twitched a little bit, and then he kept running, and then he went down in a massive heap and didn't get up. Mm-hmm. But there was nowhere where you could see his knee buckle yeah. or things like he planted well, and his those, foot stuck. or Those non-contact ones, those are the ones you know, bad news. I mean, because as soon as he looked like he was going to go down, he, he dropped. Yeah. And, and badly, and then the Kylan, the Kylan Hill kick return, where he just got his knee blasted and everything went backwards. Well, that's for the that's that's the, another the, one that the I anti kickoff people. That's what they're talking about, right? But they're worried about concussions. I'm I would be worried about that yeah. because now he's not done for concussion protocol week, week and a half, two weeks. He's done for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. probably the start of next year too. Yeah. Um, I mean, after he made the made the squad as a rookie, and so. if he's on the Tariq Cohen timeline, we may never see him play football again. <laughs> um, I don't know how they're going to replace Tunyon. I mean, they got Deguara who went on the field for the last offensive series, two plays in a row, did not even know where he was supposed to be. Mm. Somebody compared it to Rudy after the kickoff, going oh, to the sure. coaches and going, "What do I do?" Yeah, that's that's how he looked. <laughs> they had to call. They had to take a penalty or a timeout, and then they came out, and he still didn't know what he was doing. Um, but they got uh, uh, Dominique Daphne, and then they got Big Dog Mercedes Lewis. So that that's basically their tight end group. Um, Hill, I don't think, is going to be missed as much as Tunyon. Um, and then they released Jalen Smith today, who in uh, a couple of games. When you're a healthy scratch, I saw this one of the guys say, when, when you're a healthy scratch and it's, and it's a 
position of need, that's usually not a good sign. Right. So they there was all this hoopla about them them obtaining him after the Cowboys let him go, and then he did nothing. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too surprised by that. Honestly, that that they cut bait with him already. I mean, the Cowboy defense has been pretty shitty the last couple of years, and um, you know when they're cutting you, that's not a great sign. No. So the uh, the major obviously story was uh, today and and Rogers. When did this even break? Was it at like about ten o'clock this morning? Something like yeah. that, and then. It spread like wildfire, and then more information came out, and I had to I had to wait to try and see what else was coming before I even jumped into a conversation because I had with some of my former coworkers in Lake Geneva, and I wish I hadn't um, because I because I learned some things. I was uninformed, and after I kind of gathered everything, man, really hard for me to respect this guy anymore. I mean, as a as a player. Um, as a person and just me being a fan of a team, that it's just, I don't know. It's pretty on brand, though, for Aaron Rodgers. It was shocking to me the series of events that led up to it. It was not shocking to me that it was him orchestrating it the way he did. Right. Is that? Yeah, that's fair. I it, mean. Is that okay? So Rodgers has COVID. He's out this week. Possibly out next week. We don't say. know. We yet. don't know. Ten days. Um, when I heard it, I laughed. Not <laughs> of course be, not, you did. not because he has COVID, but because of all of the other shit surrounding it. Um, he flat out lied when he was asked whether or not. Well, I guess technically he didn't lie. Correct, because he had some alternative he had, thing that he, he wanted homeo, to he had some homeopathic listen, hippie he's, type he's, shit. He's marrying a hippie. He's yes. marrying a Hollywood hippie. Okay. He is also a California hippie-ish dude. Yep. He went to some hippie California doctor that did homeopathic home remedy whatever on him and when he showed up in Green Bay, he told the team and the NFL I'm not getting a vaccination because I got this and my antibodies are high. And the NFL basically said, that's great. That doesn't pass our standards. So you have to wear a mask and you have to follow the mandates or else you're going to be constantly fined. Now, I heard Mike Florio on 1070 today talking to Mike Heller, and he said some interesting stuff. Apparently, all of these facilities now have tons of cameras in them that the NFL has access to and can watch. And remember last year when Denver, remember when their whole quarterback room couldn't play oh, and yeah. they had to go get that guy off the street to play quarterback yes. for him? Florio said that came about because those guys all took off their masks and whatever and weren't distancing, and the NFL saw it on tape. So he said, you know, that's a possibility that they're that, – some of that is involved with the Rogers thing. Um, Rogers has broken mask protocol constantly, constantly because he doesn't wear one into the media room, right? Which means he's getting fined. And like, but wouldn't that be reported? No, fines not, aren't reported. I don't think COVID fines are reported because it's a medical well, it's a medical issue, and that's why when they asked Lafleur today if Rogers is vaccinated, he basically said, "I can't." I can't answer that question. It's a medical issue. It's a personal, it's a HIPAA law thing. Which is not even remotely how that's interpreted. I, yeah, but, I, I don't know. But, okay. but so, 
But you know, and like Florio said, but when you're getting ma- when you're making thirty three million dollars a year, if you get a couple fifteen thousand dollar COVID fines, you don't even notice that. No, your your business manager. That's like when we have to buy like at work, we have to buy new work shirts every couple years, and they you know we have to pay like half of the cost, and they take it out. Like that's what it is. It's like unless I'm reading the lines on my check. Oh yeah, the shirts. I don't even notice that it comes out. No, and that's probably the same way with these guys. They don't. They don't. Send them a bill for the fine. They just take it out of your check. If it's a rookie or somebody who's on a veteran minimum deal, maybe they notice. Oh yeah, for sure. You're the uh, De, what's the backup tight end? Deguara. He'd know. Oh yeah, because he's making three hundred grand. He's on a rookie deal of uh, whatever round they yeah. drafted. Been All third of a sudden, or fourth. Now yeah. you're taking away. 11% of my annual salary. Yeah, I'm fucking right I'm going to notice. But when you're taking away 0.11% of my salary, yeah, I'm not even going to pay any attention. I don't care. So, yeah, he went back and forth with the league, and he said he was asked about it at the end of August, and he says, yes, I'm immunized. He did not right, specify correct. what that was, but everybody just assumed that he got Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, whatever. Sure. And because he wasn't abiding by the protocol that the league set for him, no questions were raised until now this happens and all this shit comes out. And I said to one of my buddies today, I was like, hopefully all that time that you spent growing your hair cut out for the John Wick costume that you wore to this holiday party, which is, I would bet where you got it, hope that hope that was worth it. And that's a violation of the policy. If you're an unvaccinated player... You're not supposed to be at these kind of gatherings. So he he had a middle finger to that. Um, you know, it, other than this Sunday, is this going to affect them from a football perspective going forward? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, you need every win that you can get if yeah, you sure. really does want it, that number one seed. Does it mean that you might not get the one seed? Maybe. But how well, Maybe. How well has that worked out for them in the past? Right. Not very, so I'm not but really worried about it. I, You know. But that doesn't I, mean it I doesn't question, matter to your teammates. I qu- Well, because the, your teammates already knew you weren't vaxxed. I guarantee it. Well, when Aaron Jones said he was asked that, he's like, I'm not answering yeah, that. Yeah, the, the, half of these guys probably aren't vaxxed. I, I, I think that's... A pretty conservative. If you just base it off of the general population, that's have, probably pretty close. They have percentages that they have released that they know of of team members that are that are vaccinated. Yeah. And I know the Packers are over half. They might even be over three quarters. Okay. So Rodgers is one of the only holdouts. Sure. Um, but, you know, did you give it to Devontae? What about Lazard? You know, you've got some older coaches and staff members. Yes. And, you know, and I, I wonder... Did the Packers kind of acquiesce to this to get him back when they got him? Interesting. Because they, 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 they know. I guess I hadn't really knew. thought about that. Um, you know, I just. Right. Are this, they... is, this is just, to me, though, this is just Rodgers. This is Rodgers' personality in a nutshell. He wants it both ways. He doesn't want to get the vaccine for whatever his reasons are. But he also doesn't want to tell you that he doesn't have the vaccine because he doesn't want to get criticized he because he's so thin-skinned. Doesn't want to get and the he's shit. such a crybaby. Yes. Yep. And he's constantly, anytime anybody says anything bad about him, he's got to go, him and his boy A.J. Hawk go on the McAfee show and they cry about the media. 
he can't handle this shit. And and he's so lucky that he's played in Green Bay, man. So lucky that he's played in Green Bay. Can you imagine if he was doing this in like New York? See, and and, and I thought or, or, about this. The Raiders, the Cowboys. I went into work today because I had I was on vacation, but I had to I had to put something together for our high school playoff game that's that's airing on one of the other stations. But I was after reading all this stuff this morning and talking with you and and, and a couple of other people. I was so fired up that I that I wrote and I recorded a commentary for tomorrow, and I told Liz. You're gonna to move to Friday because I want I want to get all this stuff out while it's yeah while it's you know fresh in my head and one of the things that I I had to kind of pare everything because I wrote a lot but I but one of the things that was going through my head was like all these people in the Green Bay media and and, and you have talked about it at length about some people not being as harsh and asking you know more hardball questions that they don't really do and he has formed some relationships with people you know in the media so maybe that You've could been there that long it's bound to happen and and it's the smallest market in the NFL maybe that's just how it works but if you're in Chicago, New York, LA like you said maybe you know Vegas with the Raiders or something like that maybe down in Houston with these big metropolises you're going to get eaten alive yep. eaten alive and i would bet you that there's probably not a whole lot of op-ed columns from a lot of the sports journalists that write for any any of the of the uh, papers or websites or whatever that that cover the team that are probably going to kill him for this. No, I don't think so. I, I bet there's not a lot at all. No, because they want him to still talk to them. You know, yeah. If if Aaron Rodgers was one in four in conference championship games and he played in Philly, oh God. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd never these, hear these, from him. These big city crazy football market, Philly, Baltimore, Philly's Pittsburgh. One, yes. Oh, Pitt, know, yes. All, all these places where you just you that stuff in Green Bay where they go, well, yeah, but his defense was, well, yeah, but he didn't have any wide. Well, yeah, but McCarthy. There's always been an excuse for Aaron. Um, I don't know. It just you put your team in a tough spot. You're you're lucky you didn't get your other quarterback sick. You did. Well, you got the third string guy sick. Well, I know they're bringing in Bortles, Bortles now, but you didn't get Jordan Love sick. So at least you hope there's some competence there. But um, you know what, though? If I'm Gudekinst, I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm excited. Because you know what? My is... guy gets to go on the road against a big time team and a big time quarterback. Let's see what he's got. Yep. He's got all week now to prepare. Well, not. Hey. He's got most of the week to prepare. Yeah. Um,. Let's see what he's got. And you probably got a full cast uh, back because Valdez Scanling, I think Adams route. And if if I think what's going to happen is going to happen, Bakhtiari's going to be back yep. on 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 your left side. So that's big. You're going to be you're, you're going to pretty much going forward have everybody that you should have available at your disposal. And honestly, if I'm the Packers, I wouldn't be that upset if he missed the Seahawks game either. Seahawks aren't very good. Yeah. Russell Wilson's probably not going to be back. It's at home. It's at home. And like we, we, we've we said, I'm not sure the home field is the biggest deal. But, you know, you get love two games under his belt. After a year. Whether he yep. wins and plays well or not, the experience can't hurt him. And you get to see firsthand in a real real game against not preseason guys. Um, you you kind of get a taste of what might be your future. Yeah, I was talking about this with Pete today, and I was just wondering if – so do you think the timing is better now for this stuff in this series of games with – Better with, than it happened in January. 
But okay, but that's what I mean. So it's like you're going to play the Lions, you're going to play the Bears, you're going to play. I don't even know who's on the back half of their schedule. Minnesota twice. That's bad. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I, I would want Rodgers around for the Vikings, or would you want him around one of these teams where you have, I guess, a better chance to win? Or do you want to have this happen so you can? Really see what you got well, in Jordan Love. I think it just depends on your perspective on how much you value playoff seeding and home field to me. I think that was what it would boil down to. Okay. But, but hey, you know, at the end of the day, um, maybe maybe him and Braun can reopen the restaurant now since they're both liars. <laughs> you know, Is that what they're going to call sometimes it? Sometimes when, you know, you try to take the moral <laughs> high ground on people and you want to shun them, you know, what goes around comes around. And, uh, right. you know, Ryan Braun allegedly got a guy fired. Aaron Rodgers put people's lives in danger. You tell me I'm not going to be the judge. You make your own decision on what's worse. Just saying. So. I, I'm I'm not a fan of just saying. either one of those uh, positions, but <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that was, wow, that was a lot. Okay. Um, Bears, I didn't watch a down of football this weekend. Oh, wow. Aside from the Badger game, which I was at. Mm-hmm. Sunday, we were doing Halloween stuff. We were at a party. We went trick-or-treating that night. I didn't they watch. They have TVs at the party? I didn't. We were, on, we were in their garage. <laughs> All right. No, didn't, didn't watch a down of football. So you're going to have to you're gonna have to tell me when on what went on with the Bears game. Well, the Bears continue to bear. Um, <laughs> lose 33-22 to the Niners. Uh, no Matt Nagy. He, had, yeah. he was out with the COVID. Um, their special teams coach who <laughs> special teams coaches are just a different breed of people. Tabor, right? Yeah. yeah. They're just kind of nuts. Like he just spent the whole time clapping and yelling and he yeah. just had one of those looks on his face. Like glad to be like here. The crazy man. Look, <laughs> you know what I mean? you like the football crazy guy. Oh yeah. Like, just constantly one of yeah. those guys. And, and it was, it was pretty entertaining. Okay. Um, Bears played. Okay. Um, it was Fields' best game of the year with Nagy not on the sideline. Go figure. Um, he looked very free. So no constraints. Yeah, he looked. It still looks very schoolyardy to me, you know. When you watch, you know, you watch the Packers and then you watch the Bears and you watch Rodgers and you watch Fields and just the smoothness that the offense operates is jarring. But I thought Fields played better. He's still, you know, the kid has got a cannon, but he's got no touch. When they throw the ball down the field, everything's on a rope. There's no... Can't drop it in no, there. No, he can't drop it in there. Like, he, he's overthrowing his guys by 6 to 10 yards <laughs> when they're open because he's he just can't, he doesn't know yet to put a little air under that. Hopefully that's something you learn, but he had again. He has like three to five plays a game where you're just like, "Holy shit, is this kid an athlete?" I mean, he had a touchdown run. Um, they were on like the twenty twenty five yard line. It was a fourth and two or three. They tried to run a sprint out to the right, and they just completely botched whatever they were trying to do. I heard Joniak's and, call. Yeah, it was a Barry Sanders like he said. Flip the field, as soon make as he three said, guys miss. That's not what Fields was planning to do. Like he said that, yeah. and you're 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 expecting impending doom. Yep. And all of a sudden, I hear him saying he's at the fifteen, the five, yeah. the ten, the it five was touchdown. A, it was a Mike Vickish play, and you watch it, and you're like, Jesus Christ, that's impressive. 
Um, but like somebody needs to either take him to Wrigley or take him to the White Sox field. I can't remember what it's called because they change it every year. <laughs> and just teach this dude how to slide. Like every time Fields tries to slide, it looks like he has a minor convulsion. Like it's like this slidey half collapsing roll thing that he does where I'm just like, I'm just waiting for his foot to get stuck in that garbage soldier field turf that they got down there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they got to figure that out. He's too good of an athlete and and he needs to be a running threat. But dude, you got to learn how to slide, man. Cause you're, you're, you're either going to get killed or Or you're going to hurt yourself. Right. Yes. So, but the defense was trash. They got shredded. Grapple through for like three thirty. They were running the ball all hurt. over the place. Anybody else get hurt other than Jackson? I don't think so. Okay, but um, yeah, the the Bears are the Bears are trending down for sure, and I'm fine with that. I've, as I've said all year, even though, even though they don't have their first round pick, they just need to bottom out and get rid of some people. But I I was impressed with Fields this week. I saw some good things. Um. You know, almost 200 yards passing, over 100 yards on the ground. That's that's kind of a – I think that's kind of the way they need to play. As, as much as I don't love Lamar Jackson, I think they need to look at Baltimore and maybe the way they're running things and maybe try to incorporate some of that kind of stuff, at least in the short term. But, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. This okay. team's not very good. Trade deadline was yesterday, the biggest one, and they didn't even wait for the trade deadline. They did it the day before. Uh, they put Von Miller to the Rams. Wow. Um, I was very shocked. I think it was a second and a third rounder mm-hmm. in, in the upcoming draft that Denver's getting back. I mean, Denver's not good. Uh, Boy, but that's your, I mean, that's your franchise pillar. That That's your guy. Who else do you have? Yeah. Nobody. I, well, and I had a buddy that I was talking to about it. And I was like, yeah, I was. I, I said, I was like, I was surprised they traded Von Miller. He goes, so was he. he goes, I wasn't. He goes, and I. He goes, they're stockpiling picks, making the run for Rodgers. Oh. And I said, wow, I didn't even think about that. That's a, that's an interesting point. You know, they get a second, they get a third, pretty good, pretty good picks. You know, they're going to be late round, late in the round picks because obviously the, the Rams, Rams are, are good. good. But um, I don't know. It's anything, interesting thought. Anything that Green Bay's and, and front look, office loves look, is draft picks. And maybe not Rodgers. Maybe you're, you, they need a quarterback. They have not been able to figure it out in the draft. Maybe they got to go get somebody, and maybe that's a way to do it. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Von Miller, Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey, you've pretty much got the three best dudes at their positions, mm-hmm. maybe, in the league on one defense now. Rams are going for it, man. Yeah, they got well, a they got that and good for them. They got an LA Dodgers like payroll on a football team right now. So better win. Better you better do it now yeah. before everything gets blown up. Um and got, I mean and, and you're paying, paying for and these you're, guys. Well, you're paying Stafford a shitload. Right. So Yeah, you you are not gonna be able to keep all these guys for for the long term, mm-hmm. so you better do it now. Um Chiefs get some some help on uh defense. Melvin Ingram goes there from the Steelers. That's that, kind of surprising. That was odd. Yeah, Pittsburgh's not out of it. No, not by any means. So I, I mean, Kansas City needs all the help they can get on defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, did you see what they gave up for him? A mid-round pick, I think. Is it something like that? Right. Fifth, sixth round. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's done Man. for the year. I, that sucks. That's the Titan season. Really sucks too. Um, I love that guy, man. He yeah. is, he is fun to watch, and sounds like it's that Liz Frank. 
yes. foot thing that just has derailed a lot of guys' careers. I mean, I always think of Maurice Jones-Drew. I remember when he got that in his prime, and, yeah, it just it wrecked him. Um, proving that it doesn't matter what level uh, you are, high school, college, professional, that parents sometimes can suck, and now uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is done <laughs> with, with the Browns. They basically told him, yeah, don't show up to practice. Mm-hmm. You can stay home. And, well, and, and they couldn't trade him. Nobody wants him. No. And his dad went online. Right. Put, and Put together all the clips of Baker Mayfield not yeah. throwing to him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, we, we've talked about this even when we do high school games. Like, at some point, you just got to be a man, and you got to tell your parents to cut the shit. Stay out of this. Yep. You, got, you just got to tell them. I'm on you're, the court. You're, you're, I'm on the field. You're hurting me. Yes, by doing you're this. You're not. You're, yeah, you're not you, helping anything. No, you think you're helping. You're making the situation ten times worse. And Odell Beckham is. Yeah, on one hand, I feel like he's close to being out of the league. But then you think about it, and you're like, well, how many times has Josh Gordon gotten a third, fourth, oh fifth, sixth, seventh God. chance? So it's hard to say Odell's going to be out of the league, but. Um, I just, you know, a lot. I heard some Packer fans I know that said they should go. Why would you want him in your no. in your locker room? People have told me that, like, why don't we go get this? I don't know. No, that's that's like the exact opposite you're, of you're, what you want. You're seduced by the thought of the talent Correct. from five years ago. Yes, but even then, but we haven't seen it in five years, and now you're going to get all the baggage, right? And none of that. Yep. So why would you even want to mess with that? I, I don't know. And then the guy who's in some real trouble is uh is Henry Ruggs. That's a bad situation. Yeah, I feel I feel I feel bad for everybody involved. I mean, you know, he got a drunk driving, killed somebody with his car in Vegas. Um, twenty two years old. He is the the girl he killed was twenty three. Um, it was reported today. Two seconds before the crash, he was going 155 miles an hour. Are you sure? And when his airbags went off, he was going about 125. Um, I didn't know that. You know, it, it's it's and the Raiders have already cut him, which I thought was just garbage by them to do. I would think. I mean, listen, there's no there there's no excuse or explanation for what he did. It's 3:30 in the morning. You're going 150 miles an hour, drunk. What, like what? What the fuck are you doing? But he's twenty two, man. Like he's twenty two. And oh, by the way, NFL. This is what happens when you put a fucking franchise in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. You're gonna have dumbass shit like this is gonna happen. But I feel bad for the kid. I mean, his career's done. He's probably gonna go to jail because Vegas has like a zero tolerance policy when you kill somebody drunk driving. Um, he's gonna do jail time, and it's sad. Sad for everybody involved because he's a good young player. There were people saying, and, and one former player actually jumped on social media when somebody had said, there are Uber services yeah, of course. for teams. Yeah. Like, they have services like, hey, yep. if you get in a pinch, yeah, but this is available. Yeah. But one player said, you start using that a little bit too much, and people take notice of that. I, that's a, that's a, that's, I've heard that excuse before, and that's a cop-out. That's, that's a, a poor excuse. Well, what I immediately said. The, what In reality, to me, what it is is... He's 22. He's got a bunch of money. He had a girl in the car with him. Don't need He's that. showing off. Yep. He's trying to be cool. This is what people do. This is what this is what you do when you get too much money too fast and you probably didn't come from a lot. 
and you you just you make bad choices and it's I I'm disappointed in the Raiders for cutting him immediately because the dude needs support. Help. He needs yes. support. He, need, he, need, he needs a he network. Needs support. Yes. Whether or not he ever plays for your team or not shouldn't necessarily matter, but he screwed up and he needs some kind of support. He's a kid. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. Yes. Totally agree. Hundred percent. All right. Um. Let's uh, just roll through the through the week's results. We have obviously already talked about the Packers. Um. Anything on the Carolina Atlanta no, game? No, okay. didn't watch that one. Um, I, I was watching the ticker on a lot of stuff, even though I wasn't watching any games. Buffalo had to rally because Miami got out to a lead. It was like and then come it was back like and win six to three or something for in like the third quarter. Like I don't know what the hell was going on with Buffalo, but yeah, they righted the ship late and, and kind of exploded and won by fifteen. But that's a little concerning. Uh, Steelers were an underdog in Cleveland, but they go out in and then they win, and that's that's a big, big uh, season saver for them. It reminds me of, of a Pedro Martinez quote. Roethlisberger fucking owns Cleveland. I think they beat him like once in his career. Interesting. And it reminds me of when Pedro got rocked by the Yankees and he just said, you know, you just I tip my hat and call the Yankees my daddy. And Cleveland, they can tip their hat and call Ben Roethlisberger their daddy. As washed up as Roethlisberger is, he still goes into Cleveland and, and beats them. what is probably the best Cleveland team they've had so far, in 20 years. Yes. Uh, what an embarrassment for the Lions. I thought this was one they could get. Yeah, Philly goes in and they just absolutely obliterate him by 34. 44 points on the road they score. And it was it, most of the damage was done rushing. They had two mm-hmm. different guys that ran for two touchdowns apiece. Yeah. So, um, again, you would think that Detroit would find a way to win God. a game, but I don't know, man. It's something. These franchises, it, they, there's this stink on them. Like, yes. They, and, like, they can't even get lucky right. and get, like. No, universe is uh, against them. Uh, they can't get, uh, I don't know, a Russell Wilson doesn't fall in their lap. They just can't. Get it right. They're going to be picking first. They're going to draft another quarterback, and you're going to feel so sorry for that kid on draft day because he's got to go to that team. Uh, Tennessee, despite losing uh, Henry, manages to go to Indy and beat the Colts. They were down. Indy was up fourteen nothing, like a minute and a half into this game, and somehow they still lost. Carson Wentz continues to just be the worst decision maker in football, throwing left-handed passes out of the end zone as he's falling down that get picked off and ran in and then these you know he's he's got some of that farve in him but he's just not as good you think Colts fans were excited when they originally got him well, yeah and I, I'm not sure that they should be completely writing him off yet but man he, the decision making is just bad Jets were 14 and a half point underdogs mm-hmm. and they win against the Bengals how? Well, I know Wilson went down. Little, little trap game. Okay. You beat the shit out of Baltimore last week True. if you're the Bengals. You got the Browns this oh, week so you if your, you're the Bengals. You're interested. And game. Zach Wilson goes down for the Jets, and you're facing Mike White. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, but you can't lose that game. Who's Mike White? Mr. and Mrs. White's son. That's all I know. <laughs> I think he was on the Cowboys at one time. And Where did he play college I have football? no idea. I have no idea. Okay. But um, this was another one of these games, though, late controversial uh, helmet-to-helmet call uh, on a third down 
Um, Jets have the ball. Bengals stop them. Bengal defender goes low. Running uh, player with the ball goes low. Helmet to helmet. They flag the defense. Okay. Tough. Rams go to Houston and they win by double digits. Not yeah, really that any game shocks was, there. I think it was 38 to nothing at one point. Oh. So, yeah, not not close. <laughs> Uh, Patriots. This was, the, this was the shocker. Patriots were underdogs. Oh, one of the two shockers going to uh, L.A. and they they beat the Chargers. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, well, Chargers defense is a little banged up, and you know, listen, I like Justin Herbert. I think he's really good. I think he's going to be really good for a long time. It's still only year two for him, and this is game eighteen. I mean, granted, you know, you got Mac Jones who's in game eight on the other side, but he's got Belichick, and they got a really good defense. Um, you know, the Patriots aren't bad. I I, I think they're going to be fighting for that last playoff spot in the AFC, but the Chargers, they played like shit before the bye. They got their ass kicked by Baltimore, and they played like shit coming out of the bye. So something's going on hmm. there that I, I haven't been able to pick up on. Uh, don't need Russell Wilson for the Seahawks to beat the Jaguars because Jesus. Jacksonville is awful. Yeah, no but wonder. I, no, I mean, you can't read too much into if that. If you're losing to Geno Smith, you might deserve a lapper if you're urban. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Broncos beat Washington. Just unwatchable. Yeah, I would say. And then probably the other shock yeah. is Jameis Winston is now out with a torn ACL. He's got some MCL damage I read yesterday or the day before also. And they still manage to beat uh, Tampa Bay by nine. Yeah, I mean, the refereeing in this game was atrocious. Okay. The whole game, mostly against Tampa. Um, but they didn't play great. They're banged up. Um, you know, and I think that it was just a little lightning in the bottle for for uh, the Saints. And look, they beat the Packers and they beat Tampa. So you got to put them in the mix. Now, going forward, I'm not sure... You can count on a Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon combo to take you to the promised land. I'm not sure you were counting on Jameis to do that either, but I think the Saints are dangerous, especially at home. I mean, they've proven that they beat two pretty damn good teams at home. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Um, was so- this? Maybe I'm confused. Was this Mike White? Is Mike White on the Jets or the Cowboys? I can't remember, but. Well, Mike White beat a team that he shouldn't have beat this weekend. I just can't remember which team he I was on. I think he was on Dallas. Okay, maybe that's what so, it was. So I don't, no, I, I, I don't, don't remember who the guy on the Jets quarterback no, is. But... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. But come on, Minnesota. Really? I mean, At really? home. At home with no Dak. Come on. And you can't? How? Dude, I saw a stat. I, I saw their first drive. I take that back. This is the only football I watched. I watched Minnesota's first drive after we got home from Halloween, and I saw him go right down the field and throw a pass to Adam Thielen for a touchdown. I was like, Jesus, these guys look like they're going to do okay. That was the only touchdown they had. Dude, I saw a stat before that game, and I wish I would have taken a picture of it so I could be accurate, but it was something like, in Kirk Cousins' last 16 games, he's thrown like 38 touchdowns and four interceptions. It's something wild like that. But Minnesota's record sucks during that time period. Because when I saw it, I, I didn't have my phone in my hand. Otherwise, I would have snapped a picture. But I saw it, and I was like, no way. Wait a minute. That can't be right. But it was something crazy like that. 
But the Viking record was like seven and nine, eight and eight, something like that in that sixteen game window. How do they lose games? Uh, I mean, they, they're, they're is their finding ways that bad. Well, they've lost three games I know. now at the end of the game. So, All right. I, I think your boy Zimmer may be getting the axe. I don't know. We've been I, saying that. I don't for know how you survive the season. Three seasons, we've been saying that, and it hasn't happened yet. So I, that's one of those things where it's I'm waiting until he actually gets the axe before I believe it. If you were a betting man before the season, and you could have put money on who got COVID first. Rogers or anti-vax cousins? Oh, everything was so much was made out of cousins. Yep, you would have put your money on cousins. Of course, of course. Isn't that crazy though? Yes. Uh, did you watch any of uh, Monday night? Just the one play where there was a fucking flea flicker at the five yard line, and then Mahomes threw it off some dude's head. <laughs> that was all I watched because I think I started watching baseball. Chiefs beat the Giants by three. But that tells you all you need to know: a bad, bad Giant team. Yeah, can, Chiefs beat can, them by three, and they only score twenty. Yeah, and it was Oof. at Kansas City, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's, I was like, oh, so they have two in a row because Green Bay's going for there. them. All right, you want to go through the playoff standings? Yeah, we'll uh, start AFC right now. These are your division leaders: Tennessee at six and two, Buffalo five and two, Baltimore five and two, Vegas five and two. Uh, your three wild cards are Bengals five and three, Pittsburgh four and three, Chargers four and three. Patriots, Chiefs, uh, Browns, and Broncos all on the outside looking in at four and four. Um, I don't, I don't know who the best team in the AFC. Is. I think it's Buffalo. Well, you can take Tennessee out of the conversation. Yeah, though. you would think so. They're going to drop I mean, I a little think, bit. I mean, and and you know what? I just don't know how much more shit the Raiders are going to be able to deal with was, this year between Rugs and Gruden now. Um, Did Buffalo already beat the Ravens? I'm not sure they played them. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't remember. But right. yeah, the AFC is kind of a mess. The NFC is extremely top heavy. Uh, your four division leaders: Packers seven and one, Cardinals seven and one, Dallas six and one, Tampa six and two, Rams seven and one, wild card, Saints five and two, Carolina four and four, Minnesota, San Francisco, Atlanta, and the Bears are three and four That's on the outside looking right in. There. But like, so think about it. The Packers beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals beat the Rams. Rams. Tampa beat Dallas. And the Rams beat Tampa. So, like, basically everybody's beat each other at the top of the list in the NFC here. So, Except for Green Bay, who's lost one game to, they the, lost to, the Saints. to Saints, who just lost their quarterback. So, I'm not sure what to make of the first half of the season right now. I really don't know. I think... Um, like I said, there's five good teams in the NFC. The rest of the conference is shit. Um, there's two or three teams maybe in the AFC that are any good. I don't know. But there's a lot of, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of mediocrity in the NFL this year. A lot of it. I mean, I, I go go home tonight or anybody listening to this, sit down and write down the top ten quarterbacks in football. You'll get to about seven and you're going to struggle. I tried it the other day. You get to seven, and you're looking at, like, Tannehill, oh. uh, Carr, you know. I mean, like, those are the guys you're getting to at about number seven. You it's not great. Seven through ten, and yeah. it's kind of a toss-up from there. Okay. You know, Joe Burrow. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're you okay, know. but not yet. Not yet. I don't think yet. No. So Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's roll through week nine. Um, Jets and Indy on Thursday night. 
Well, they had one good Thursday night game. Five no, and they're ten back to garbage combined again. record, so I'll pass on that. Yeah. Um, let's see. The Browns and the Bengals. So this is the battle for Ohio. It's a big game. It's a rivalry game. It's a big game in the standings, too. Yep. You know, I mean, one game separation. You're both sitting just behind uh, Baltimore in the division. So, you know, Cleveland goes Cleveland goes in and loses this game. You'd be four and five, potentially three, two and a half, three games behind Baltimore. That's... That's not great. Since he just got his ass kicked by a winless team, and the Browns are dealing with some shit inside their yeah. locker room, so this can be tough. Somebody's have to get their head out of their ass. Uh, Dallas is hosting Denver. I mean, they just gave up Von Miller. It depends on if what Dak's situation is. They still haven't cleared him to play. So, I, I mean, it would just seem like with the with the Denver trade of Miller, they've just kind of given up. But when you're 500, I just don't feel like that's a place where you give up. So easily, especially when the Chiefs aren't that I know, good. But you, but you, you got Teddy Bridgewater. Right I know, I know. Just, I'm well aware. It's tough. It just seems like it's a little early to cash in. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. Um, the toilet oh bowl of all God. toilet bowls here. I wonder what John Barry's going through. I haven't even asked him. I didn't realize Miami was this bad. Oh yeah, Houston at Miami, two one and seven teams. Woo, that's awful. Okay, I wouldn't even put that on. I'd put that on like the CBS Sports Network. That if I was CBS, don't even have. Yeah, it's like two twenty on your Directv dial. Like it's not even on Channel Three. You're never gonna find it. Nobody cares. Falcons are going to the uh, Saints. Don't know whether it's Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon, and I'm not really sure it matters. No, at 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 quarterback. Um, Raiders and the Giants. Vegas is going to be six and two, I would think, unless the Giants can somehow get this game. But, I, but like you said, you got this rugs thing and. I, I, with it's a lot it, of already, stuff. It's a lot of to deal stuff with to deal with. Crap. It's a lot of stuff to deal with, man. man. It really is. Uh, a couple of four and fours: Panthers and the Patriots. I don't know what to really make of that one either. I mean, I, I got to give like the it, edge to New England. They've they've been playing pretty well. It sounds like McCaffrey is going to be back this week for Carolina, but I mean, their quarterback situation went from looking really promising early on with Darnold to being an unmitigated disaster here in the middle of the year. Buffalo going to Jacksonville. That should be an easy win, yep. I would think. Um, life doesn't get any uh, easier for the Vikings. Season's on the line for Minnesota. For Minnesota. I, I I just don't know that you can go 3-5 and five and and try to come back when you still have to play the Packers twice. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough one for Minnesota to get on the road. Phillies are probably riding high, even though it's a win over Detroit, which doesn't have any wins. I get it, but they're probably feeling good now hosting the Chargers and just seeing that L.A. just lost. Yeah, they need a win. Chargers need to get And they got to go all here. the way across the country to play this game. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't pay attention. I wonder if this is a noon or a 3 o'clock game. Seems like those cross-country noon games... I don't know. Something weird about that. I would have to that. say that that would be a, an afternoon game, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Packers and uh, Chiefs with Rodgers going out. The line in an hour went from minus one to minus eight. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh, yeah. So, Chiefs. He's, he's worth the touchdown, Chiefs for sure. Are, Chiefs are favored in that one. Um, Cardinals in San Francisco. This is one Arizona has that they need to bounce back up, uh, up there. But these games are always weird, I feel like. They are. The Niners are weird. You know? Like, they looked okay against the Pack, I thought. But then I watched them a couple other weeks, and they were terrible. And then they looked pretty good against the Bears, but it's like, well, but it's the Bears. Right. So I don't really know what to make of Who them. Who are they? 
Yeah. You know, Garoppolo throws for 130 yards one week and 330 the next. I don't know who these guys are. Sunday night will be the Titans and the Rams. Well, you get to see just how much they missed Derrick Henry out yep. of that yep. because now they go to play one of the top teams in the league. Um, and then Monday night, Bears-Steelers, prime time. Yeah. Honestly, this is a game I think the Bears have a really, really good chance of getting, especially if Khalil Mack is back because uh, Roethlisberger is a 280-pound statue right. that cannot move. And if the Bears can get pressure on him, you know, this is one of those weird this is a this is a bear game where like they win nineteen to twelve and they have two interceptions and they force a couple fumbles and they run a defensive touchdown in for a score and you know, they just randomly win. But 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 it doesn't mean anything. Don't you think all the blueprints now for all the teams that are playing Pittsburgh is just like pressure, Yeah, you have to pressure the quarterback. Pressure on quarterback. Yeah. I mean that's that's basically because he didn't play particularly well against Green Bay either. No, no, um, because they got after him a little bit. So, all right, that is a, a good, almost solid hour of. Uh, well, of, we can thank Rogers of NFL little, stuff. Yeah, that's extra football. That's today. true. Um, some college football. Uh, just briefly went to the Badgers game uh, against Iowa. I guess I wasn't so surprised at how good the Badgers defense played. I was surprised at how bad Iowa kind of is. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean they they lost to Purdue, then they had a bye. So I'm like, okay, coming out of the bye, we're we're gonna we're gonna get their you know game. They're probably pissed. Badgers defense had their way with their offense. Mm-hmm. Iowa's offense is not good, and I know they there's a lot of people covering the team like, oh, that's just you know that's just an old saying that doesn't hold water. That the defense carries them and the offense is bad. Sorry. I didn't see really well, anything to the contrary. Is, I think their offense is very similar to the Badgers. It's just not very dynamic, and they don't have they don't have great playmakers. And yeah, you go up. Badgers got a hell of a defense, you know. So when they play a team like that, they're going to stomp on them. Iowa gave them the ball at the one yard line. That you know, I have a problem with when I read the game story because I was there and it was happened in the end zone that we were sitting right by Badgers defense forced two turnovers. They didn't force anything on the one that the that the that the quarterback went to go put it in the running back's belly and he missed his spot and he just dropped it mm-hmm. at the one yard line sure. and then Keanu Benton fell on it. Sure, that was a gift. Yeah, that was a that was a blunder by Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, that that and Mertz had two quarterback sneaks for touchdowns because much like the Packers when they get inside the ten yard line or the five yard line, they just wet themselves. And they're not really sure what to do. They tried a fullback blast. That didn't work. They tried a couple of, of runs between the tackles. That didn't work. Things just get bottled up, and I don't understand how these guys can't punch the football in. It's strange. I don't get it. No, I don't either. And Ferguson caught the first touchdown. We sat down, and that was our end zone, too, just in time to watch Mertz find him over the middle. But the more that I see him, and I now I got to see, see it in person, that Mertz just locks in on Ferguson. And there's nothing there. Hmm. There were a couple times where I'd, I'd saw him throw the ball, and I just kind of went, what are you looking at where you think that's a good idea unless you're purposely uh-huh. throwing it in the vicinity that you know is just not going to be That doesn't caught. bode well for the next two years. No, it really doesn't. If he's not trusting his receivers. And even Chris says eh, the passing game still halfway through the season over halfway is still up and down. Well, it shouldn't be. Because mm-hmm. now, how many starts has this guy made? Yeah, he's had a he's had quite a few starts and and with the same guys to get this locked in. 
Right. And he hasn't done it. But uh, you hit it on the head of the notes. The Big Ten West is bad because now the Badgers are the driver's seat. I don't know how they're 21st in the college football playoff. I couldn't believe that. Couldn't believe that when I saw that today. I was like, have you guys been? But they keep getting favored in these games, and somebody apparently knows something that, that we are, don't. Are they the new Notre Dame? <laughs> Where they're just constantly favored and overrated? Well, you look at the end of their schedule, they should run the table. Yeah. They got at Rutgers this week, which they haven't played there in I don't know how long. They haven't played Rutgers in like three or four years. Then they host Northwestern who is otherworldly bad. And then they got Nebraska, right? Then they host Nebraska, and then they got to go to Minnesota, and that will be basically for the Big Ten West championship between them and Iowa. If Wisconsin would win that, mm-hmm. they they would get it. And Minnesota's not that great either. Right. Um, and, and, and it's the Axe game. So Badgers get four more wins. They'll go to Indianapolis, and they'll get their shit stop pushed in by Ohio State or Michigan. So I, I think that might actually be a good game this might year. Might be Michigan State. True. You never know. That's true. They're up to like three, right? Yes. Wow. So I, yeah, but it's going to the game was fun. But I just <laughs> this team is just continuing to be maddening for me. Um, we can go to the box and you can you can pontificate about that because I don't know uh, other than. Everybody that is banged up in El Middleton has COVID. I, I don't know what's happening. When you have Thanasis well, scoring in double digits the other night. I told you before the season that I had a feeling that after 10 games they might be 5-5. Five and five. I didn't picture it going quite the way it's gone, but I'm not I'm not very concerned. Um, you know, Holiday and Lopez have basically been out since opening night. I think that, you know... Lopez is 34. He's got bad back. Um, you got to give that time to heal. Um, Holiday has had a history. I don't want to say he's injury prone, but he's he's a guy that historically has been like a in an 82 game season. He's playing around 60 to 65 ish games, so he he tends to get nicked up. And then you factor in he's 30. You factor in how late they played. You factor in the Olympics and, and the amount of minutes that he was ended up being asked to play. Um, it's a lot of basketball. It's a lot of basketball in a short, a time. short yeah. period of time. Right. And you're seeing guys around the league kind of have – you haven't seen any any traumatic injuries, but you're seeing a lot of guys that are kind of nicked up right now. Um, you know, they, they lose three in a row at home to two not very good teams in Minnesota and San Antonio – Lose lose on Sunday to a very good Utah team, which they might have lost at full strength anyway. Um, and then last night they beat a worst team in the league, really putrid, putrid Pistons team. I mean, I was looking at that box score this morning, and they have the number one pick in the draft, Cade Cunningham. Other than that, they got nothing, and he was. I think he was two for fourteen from the field last night. He was terrible. Um, that is a really, really bad team. Um, this week they got the Knicks Friday. Then they head out to Washington on Sunday, and they have a five game road trip. Um, Did they just come back from yeah, the pregame road yeah. trip? Yeah. So I'm I, I'm hopeful that maybe by by uh, the first of the week, it sounds like Holiday he's back at practice. So it sounds like they're going to get him back soon. Middleton may miss the whole trip with COVID because you have to sit ten days. So. I'm not sure because he sat out Sunday, even though he played Saturday night. Yes, right. He sat out Sunday, so I think I'm not sure if it starts 
that day because he didn't actually, I don't think, get diagnosed with COVID until yesterday. Oh. But he but he sat out Sunday because he was sick. Illness. They thought he had. Budenholzer said he goes. We just thought he had a head cold, mm-hmm. and then it turns out that he had COVID. So, um, you know, they're four and four. Like the Nets are three and five. Um, there's a couple teams out west that are sitting around 500 that are pretty good. You know, the Lakers were like one and two. They've won a couple in a row now because they've been playing bad teams. So, it's really early. I'm I'm not concerned. Um, Giannis has been phenomenal when he's when he's played they're asking him to do an awful lot right now which i don't love right at this point in the year considering how much he had to play 6 weeks 8 weeks ago in the finals coming off that knee that knee injury um my hope is you know you get Middleton and Holiday and, and Lopez and DiVincenzo and some of these guys back in the fold, and you just tell Giannis, dude, you got a week off, right? Seriously, right? Seriously, you, you've been carrying like, us. I'm I'm not relax. I'm not all about this this rest and maintenance stuff, but like right now with the weird, you had the weird bubble, and then you were off for six weeks, and then you come back and you have a 72-game season, and then you have this long finals run, and then you're off for six weeks, and you got the Olympics thrown in. Like, some of these guys need a little bit of a break. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm sympathetic to that for sure this year. But, uh, boy, they had a lineup out there the other night. <laughs> it was Justin Robinson, Jordan Wara, Thanasis playing center, Mamu and George Hill or something like that. And I was like, this is like 1995 Bucks team right here. Like, this is a last place 20-win Buck lineup that they got out there, but they just didn't have any healthy bodies. Like, 6'5", Thanasis is guarding Rudy Gobert. He's 7'4". And the kicker was that Utah wouldn't throw him the damn ball, which was hilarious. He's just down there begging for it. They wouldn't throw him the ball. He's like, I have a midget on me. I don't even have to do anything. I just turn around and drop it in. They wouldn't throw him the ball. But, but yeah, everybody That's just, funny. you know, calm down with the Bucks. They'll be fine. Okay. Don't uh, don't get too worked up. And, you know, like I said before the season started, talk to me over with these guys around Christmas. Okay. That's, I think, when the they're going to ramp stuff up. All right. Um, some good starts. Uh, the Bulls are 6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, they're think, a, they're I a think, jump shot away from being seven and zero. Oh. I think they play the Sixers tonight, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and the Miami Heat are off to a good start. Yep, yep. That's not too not too surprising. They got a good team um, with them. Is their 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 two top guys are old Butler and Lowry got a lot of miles, and it's you know can those guys keep it up all year? And then uh, you know the Knicks and the Wizards off to five and two starts. A um, little surprising, but, yeah. you know, both teams have improved from last year. But, again, you know, it's so damn early, it's hard to tell. So, <laughs> right. And out west, Utah and Golden State, Utah 6-1, Golden State 5-1. They're, they're at the top of the west. Um, last night, Chris Paul passed uh, Steve Nash for third all-time in the assist list. Now he only trails Stockton and Jason Kidd, but he trails Stockton by, like, 4,500 assists. Like, oh, my God. Like, Stockton has 15,000-some assists, and then kids got, like, 12,000, and then everybody else is in the tens. So that's that's one of those no, records nobody's that getting may not get touched. Okay. And then um, 
God damn, I love Inside the NBA, the TNT show. It's just great. It's the best show out there. They showed the, a clip of Fat Zion. Oh, do, my God. Doing lane slides. And Barkley made the comment that it looked like him and Shaq had a baby, which caused Shaq to have a minor stroke and have to crawl out of the studio because he was laughing so hard. But, um, yeah, it, Zion, this is not good. He's had multiple lower leg surgeries already. He's coming off of a broken foot. And Barkley talked about it last night, and like he said, he goes, as a guy who was perennially overweight early, especially early in his career, start having them lower body injuries as a as a heavy guy. It's really, really, really hard to play basketball. It just is. There's just so much pounding, running up and down the floor, jumping, On cutting. Your joints and limbs. Oh, yes. It's just really hard to overcome that. And you know, he's he's already this is already year three for Zion. This summer he's going to be eligible for a contract extension. And if you're New Orleans, you're one of these markets that can't attract anybody, and you've already watched Anthony Davis force his way out. I was out. just gonna say work his way out of there. What do you do with Zion? Do you give this kid who's struggling to stay on the floor, are you gonna give him hundred and eighty million? Or you know, do you roll the dice here? I mean, these are, I mean, talk about a franchise-altering decision. This ain't Giannis, where this dude's an Iron Man and he's made of freaking rubber and he's in the gym every day and he's got negative percentage of body fat. You know, this is this is a kid with a, this is a freak in his own right in Zion, but I'm not sure the freakishness is going to end up being a benefit for him. He always seems, it's, seems it, like Mr. Glass. It sucks. It sucks. As a basketball fan, it sucks. But um, we'll we'll see what happens. All right. Um, and you said, uh, yeah, you said in the West, the Jazz and the and, mm-hmm. and the Warriors are good. Okay. Yeah. Um, finally, we could touch on baseball. I didn't watch the game last night. I was too enthralled with Eastern Michigan and Toledo in a shootout in football to watch baseball. And I know you're rolling your eyes. I'm and, not rolling my eyes. My stare is just blank. I, I just don't. red hot maction on a Tuesday night, but it, I, I have no interest in either of these teams. I don't like either it's of the, the championship. Teams. Don't care. I don't like either of the teams. I don't care who wins. Says I'd the, rather they both not be there. Since the sports director of Fine. the radio station, he doesn't care who wins the title. I am. I am <laughs> rather. I'm. I, I would rather watch a football game that I don't care about either of the teams than the baseball championship where I where I don't like. Either of the teams. All right. That's just the way I am. Okay. It's the way I'm wired. You're a weird guy. I am. Weird guy is. And, and <laughs> um, but I did watch the highlight of Solaire's home run. Wow. Moonshot. That reminded me of a, you probably don't remember this, but I think it was, oh, I want to say it was 506 when Pujols hit one like that off Brad Lidge and he hit the train. Yes. And I the, do it remember was that. The, it was yes. in the LCS. Yep. It reminded me of that. And Solaire hit it and he just turned to his bench and just pounded his chest because he. Knew that was a moonshot. That almost seemed like it kept going up on its way out. Like it was still going up when it cleared the stadium. Well, it's it's where you miss the old stadiums we grew up with, like County, where if you hit that in County, it's just in the road. Right. Parking like it's lot out of the, the stadium. It's yeah. in the parking lot. Yep. It's, it's bouncing over 94. You know, and these, these dome stadiums with a back wall now, mm-hmm. you don't get that. But, yeah, that was a. That was a missile. That was a laser. 88 wins for the Braves this year is the fourth lowest 
for a championship team in a, in a non-strike season. Now, it, it just kind of got me thinking. Okay, you know, with these with the, these playoff expansions now. Is that a good thing? Do we want that? Is it good to have an 88-win world champion for baseball? Is it good to have a 9-7 and Super Bowl champ? Is that good? Me, personally, I don't like it because I, I want, I want like the it. best to play for the title. Right. And you could say, well, the Braves were the best. They won the title. Yeah. They weren't the best all year. No. They were the best the last six weeks. Right. But this, you know, we're, we're devaluing these... Regular seasons That's to the point what I was where just gonna it's say. hard to it's hard to justify paying money to go to these games and stuff, you know, and well, invest a lot of time in watching June baseball. And that's why I don't believe the whole momentum doesn't matter thing. Because if if the whole season the Braves are, I mean, weren't they under five hundred at some for point? a long time? For, yeah. yeah, and then they started playing well in the back half, the back third of the season, and then they get really hot for the postseason, and now they're the champions. So you can't tell me that there's no stock put in momentum. Well, the the NLCS MVP was on a different team on the fourth of July. The World Series MVP was on a different team on the fourth of July. So Rosario and Soler come over in a trade and. You know, that kind of sparked them to go on this run. But, I, I, you know, I don't know. I just, at what point do we, you know, are we are we going to get to the point where we have an 80 and 82 division winner get hot and win a championship? Hey, man. And we're all sitting around going, really? If you keep expanding the playoff field, it's going to happen. I know. I just, I just wonder, is long term, I, I understand all the arguments for it. More fan bases are involved. We want the last day of the regular season to have all this meaning, and that's that's cool, and I get all those arguments, but what about the other 175 days of your season that you're kind of telling me, eh, don't matter that much. Don't get too wound up when your team loses 7 out of 8 in August because, eh, they can get the 7 seed. What stock can I put in the Brewer season now for all those days they were leading the division? Right. Is winning the division even matter anymore in baseball? Doesn't I, seem to. Not when you get to the playoffs and you get beat by a team that has that many wins. I mean, and look, the, and the Braves won their division. Of course. So it wasn't like they were the they, second wild card right, or something. Right, and they snuck so in I, and they kept winning. No, but, but, I understand you know, that. They they didn't even win 90 games, you know? Uh, eh. I mean, you know, the Packers won as the as the was it the five seed or the six seed the last time they won the Super Bowl. They played on the road and they kept winning. But at least they were ten and six, right? Like the year the Giants won the Super Bowl, like especially the second year they won it. Right. They barely make the playoffs. They they don't win their division. Pulling they wins sneak out of their in ass. on the last yeah. week of the season, and then they end up winning the Super Bowl. And it's like, well, they're not the best team. They're not the best team. They won the last game, mm-hmm. but they weren't the best team. So. I don't know. To me, I feel like the hardcore fans like maybe you that follow the game a little bit more focused and a little bit more um, enthusiastically, you would want to see the good teams because that's why you watch. You want to see talent. You want to see quality. You want to do that. I think for for the casual fan that's tired of every time they tune in, they see these teams, they're like, give me somebody different. Right, and I and I and I get it. Like I said, I, I get it from all sides, 
if someday the Brewers win 86 games and get the second wild card and win the title, you think I'm going to be complaining about it? No. No. So I, I understand. But from a big picture perspective, long term, I'm just I just wonder if you you water down the regular seasons in these sports. The NBA is already gone through this. Say, that's what they have. The NBA would be so much better if instead of eight teams in a conference made it, if only four. If all if you were immediately in the conference semifinals when the playoffs started, now you're. Now you're talking about some big stakes, but we these leagues they want they want these participation trophies for these fan bases. I don't know. I'm not See, sure. And it's very odd because the one sport I feel like that I can think of right off the bat that needs to be expanded that they don't want to expand is college football mm-hmm. because there's a hundred and some teams right. that are trying to get in it, and it's yeah. a very they're small four-team club. They're the one that kind of has it backwards. Right. Really, yeah. When you think about it, because you could tell that there maybe are – Whatever argument you want to make on how many teams well, like, look would at Cincinnati. stand a chance. What are they? Eighth in the BCS, but they're undefeated. Yeah, and I heard Herb Street. Well, you know, their 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 schedule is going to hurt them, and it's like this is why college. This is why I don't like college football. This is why I don't even pay attention to it because you're not not everybody has a chance to win. They just don't. Right. You you can do everything that you possibly can. Beat everybody on your schedule, which has been go to a you can go to a great bowl game and beat a, a power conference team and still matter. be undefeated. Don't matter. Doesn't matter. And a lot of these non conference games that you've set up have been set up six or seven years or maybe even longer beforehand. So it really, it, I mean, it's not like you just made that decision this off season. Well, and those, like, like and we're going to play these guys and the good teams in the power leagues don't, don't want to play, play anyway. They'll, I mean, remember, they'll, when, they'll the ba- play one remember game. when the Badgers went over to Cincinnati a couple times, and what happened? They, they lost. lost. They haven't been back since. I mean, the, you know, they're they're getting the stadium games with Alabama and LSU, and they're getting the Shamrock series with Notre Dame, and that's cool, but that's one game. Mm-hmm. You're playing Eastern Michigan, and you're playing Army for these other games. Not, not a huge thing. So, Cincinnati, you could do everything right, and you can say, okay. And you get penalized because Memphis sucks. We're ready you to know go. What I mean? We're ready to play for this. And they're like, yeah. no, you're Mem- not. Memphis and SMU and whoever yeah. else is in the All-American Conference, they're not good enough. They're not as good as Iowa. Right. We're going to give the Badgers more credit for beating Iowa than we're going to give Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, they, it's not equitable. No. It sucks. It's not. So, I... Um, and apparently the offseason has already started quickly because... I knew it started when I looked today on Twitter and Harder Court had put out a tweet that said the Brewers signed a guy from the Giants who was in AAA all season who I've never heard of. And I thought, yep, 2022 season's begun. Here we go. Did you text Joe on, what, I did on not, who, no. who, who this guy I, was? I, I thought about it when I read it, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really give a shit what they do this offseason other than <laughs> just tell me who's playing first base. Sure, because pretty much everything Every else other, is settled. Everybody other position is locked. You in. know, just tell me who you're going to get to play first base, and you're going to get, you're going to keep doing this bottom of the barrel. Hope they turn into box burger type. I was just going to say deals bull, with guys. Stuff, and, yes, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> off season has begun for baseball. That's so great. Yeah. Oh man, I know we we were kind of fresh off our our we had a little bit of a uh, of, of local talk uh, last week with the with the ice arena. I got a little bit of feedback on that 
nobody really disagreed with us. Oh, okay. On on, on anything that sure. we were saying about planning extra sports as a complex, mm-hmm. nothing like that. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Milton and Janesville Craig stuff, and I, I don't really want to touch on the 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 subject that's going on right now of this photo that was circulating on social media with the with the Milton and the Parker football Yeah, I stuff. don't really know enough about it. I just caught wind of it this afternoon. And, 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 and it, the only thing you really need to know is that it's not like any of this other stuff. It's just not good. No. It's just not good, so we won't even touch that. But um, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow morning, going to go to Sedona for some R&R, kind of regroup between football and basketball and, and bone up for the season because as of yesterday, we're two weeks before our first game. I know. It's crazy. And we're going to, we got a lot of Tuesday games in November, December, so we may have to shuffle around the pot a little bit. Monday Night Football will not have taken place yet by the time we record, but that's just the nature of the beast. That's the way it is. So So, uh, before we go, I just want to give a quick shout out to a couple of our listeners. um, Good friends of mine. uh, I'm going to stop the music. Go ahead. Chauncey and uh, Ian Bame um, lost their dad this week. And, uh, you know, our. Thoughts and prayers go out to those guys and um, and their families, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be thinking of them. So saw Mr. Bame a lot during my youth baseball. Yeah, good man. Career. He was he was usually around, at everything. You know, everybody's seen him around town. Yep. I'm sure delivering papers. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know at baseball games and stuff like that. So uh, he'll be missed for tough, sure. Tough for situation. Sure. All right, that is the intentional foul for this week. We appreciate you. Uh, listening, downloading, and if you can, subscribe. And please uh, spread the word and tell one of your friends uh, about our podcast and um, tell them to give us a try. That would be appreciated. So uh, until next week, I'm Josh. I'm Dan. We will talk to you then. Go Bucks.